What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and spiel? What if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from a patron named Oliver. Hi, my name is Oliver, and I'm five years old. I like robots, and my one's question is, what if when cows mood, they shot bone arrows out of their noses? Bye. Wow, Oliver. That is certainly something I've never considered. I hope the arrows won't be too gooey. Believe it or not, I've found another cow question from one of you listeners, whose name is also Oliver. This Oliver's from Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and he asks, what if cows were just as smart as humans and we could play together and stuff? Ah, very good. Well, I hope you two Olivers know that you are cosmically aligned, because those are the only two cow what-if questions I could find. Snar, snar? Oh, does Snoke monster talk for Weary? Oh, uh, hi, Snarazard and, and Fred. Snarry, Snarazard. Snarazard. He says we given a shout out to Harper and Ellie this week. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you, Harper and Ellie. It's so good to hear from you. Well, I've got two shout outs to give myself. It's not a competition, JF Cat, but I've got a shout out for Aria. Hi, Aria, thank you. And another one for a boy named Nova Luis. Oh, that's a really cool name. Snarrar, snarzar, Okay, yes, yes, yes. Thank you to Harper and Ellie. Thank you to Aria and Nova Luis. Oh, I approve this meowsage. Okay, JF Cat. Now let's find out. What if when cows mood, they shot bow and arrows out of their noses? And cows are just as smart as humans and we could play together and stuff. Just a ways outside the city of Houston, there was one of those little cow towns where the cows outnumbered the humans. Well, of course, that's because these cows raised their humans. Collie, short for Cow Livia was particularly partial to one young human she raised. His name was Ollie, short for Oliver, and she was just headed up the hill to feed him today. Okay, Ollie, come and get it, said Collie, lowering a bag of fruits, nuts, and vegetables over the fence and off of her snout. Ollie came running up on all fours. Look, Collie, I learned to run like a cow. (laughs) But it's okay for you to just run like a human. I want to do cow stuff like you. Running errands on all fours. Going to the movies. <laughs> all I do in this big old yard every day is invent robots and such. And you've got lots of inventing to do today. Oh, no, that's okay. There was a big metal cow behind him. Ollie pulled a little remote control out of his pocket 
pressed a big red button, and the cow woke up and started mindlessly chewing a big pile of scrap metal beside it. After chewing each big mouthful, the robo-vine, that's robot-bovine, spit out a little baby robot cow. See, I built a cowbot that can make other cowbots. Easy as that. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to make a quick trip today. I'm feeling a, a little under the weather. Um. And Collie carefully aimed her nose away when she sneezed, because a long arrow shot out of either nose, right into the ground. Aw shucks, Collie, but you're sneezing arrows again. Do you have my hands along? Sure will make the trip quicker. Well, you are awfully clever, Ollie. Tell you what, you climb on over that fence, and we'll go shopping together. Collie, you won't regret it. And Ollie hopped over that fence. And he and Collie chased each other all the way to town. While the old robovine behind them just kept spitting out little cows. And those little cows kept eating more bits of old metal and getting bigger. By the time Collie and Ollie got to town, Ollie's legs were awfully tired from all the running and playing. Okay. Why don't you just sit on my back for a while? You can help me get groceries after a little rest. Okay, but I'm gonna help. There ain't nothing you can do to stop me helping. And Ollie was fast asleep, but he weighed next to nothing atop Collie's back. Collie noticed that she and Ollie were getting a lot of strange looks. Does she have a human boy on her back? I reckon she does. Humans are animals. So after a few minutes of browsing market stands, she walked down an alley and gently shook Ollie awake. Huh? Oh, I'm, I'm ready to help, Collie. What are we up to? Ollie, I don't know how to break this to you, but I think you ought to maybe go home. What? Why? Oh, everyone just thinks it's kind of strange, me being so friendly with a, well, a farm animal. But I'm smart. We're friends. We play together all the time. Well, I can't get into it now, but guys have a long history with humans, and, and it ain't old pleasant. Oh, oh, I know, I know. Collie had a satchel slung over her back, and out of it, Ollie pulled a big white and black blanket. See if I put out this over me. Maybe some big floppy leaves for ears. Oh, and a little rope tail, yeah. Well, if you ain't the spitting image of a young cow. You mean it? Nah, but cows don't look too closely at kids. I think your little cow disguise will work out if you just really try to think and act like a cow. Uh, Well, I've been practicing like I showed you. And Ollie got down on all fours and followed Collie out of the alley. Sure enough, none of the other bulls or cows gave him a second glance. They went about grocery shopping, filling their totes with all different kinds of fancy grass and of course some people food for Ollie. When a movie started playing. Now, cow hooves have somewhat limited their inventing capabilities. So a cow movie was more like a play. One of the cows on the stage was dressed like a wizard, and the other cows had big glass globes over their heads, sort of like space helmets. Moe, please don't dive into the deep ocean with me, said one cow, doing her best Abacus P. Grumbler impression. 
And the moon cow actors picked up the abacus actor and dunked her in a big trough of water. <laughs> oh, that's what happened. I remember. Who was that laughing? Sounds like a moon. I mean, human. And all the cows watching the movie slowly turned. Kali <laughs> um, stepped in front of Ollie before he could say anything else. Oh, don't mind him. He's just really into humans right now. <laughs> you know, kids, uh, he'll grow out of it. Oh, uh, yeah. I love being a cow. A moo! And when he gave his biggest, loudest moo, all the other cows dove for cover, expecting arrows to shoot out of his nose. <laughs> Yikes! Moo! Pi Groombler is very upset. I don't get it, said Ollie, taking off his cow disguise. <gasps> he was a human! Yeah, we all got that. You all say moo is part of everyday speech, but an uncivilized beast. Oh, the moomanity. Sorry, I, I'll get him out of here right away. Come on, let's go. And Kali started backing up, pushing Ollie behind her. Good riddance. Fall mooyage. That one was a stretch, Moosef. Ah, uh, no. Ollie and Kali walked back toward their little farm. I don't get it. You all moo all the time. We say moo, but when you shout it or sneeze it or scream it, we can moo out bow and arrows from our nose. I know, it's really cool. I suppose I shouldn't be mad at you. You never knew after all. Knew what? Collie thought long and hard before answering. See, when a person's afraid, they start acting like they're the only most important person. So they can keep themselves safe? Well, yeah. But what do you think would happen if a person acted fearful like they was most important all the time? Well, I guess they'd scare other people. That's right. And are two people who are scared of each other ever gonna be good friends? I think it'd be really hard. And if a person don't have no friends, you think they're ever going to be less scared? Well, no. Being alone's even scarier. And that's why we don't use our bow and arrow noses anymore. So I just scared everyone. Well, and I promise I'll never be afraid again. A distant thundering sound was rolling towards them. Getting louder as it came, they looked up the hill toward their little old farm and saw an army of robovines clipping and clopping in their direction. Um, Ollie, is there any chance that my robovine could have gained sentience and decided to take over what if world? Uh, yep. Uh, yep. And the robovines started shooting big metal arrows out of their nose toward the town. They stuck into the ground and into the sides of houses. The loud thunks alerted the township, and soon a herd of cattle were whipping themselves up into a stampede. I'm scared. I always knew robots would take over. I'm in the mood to move. And Ollie turned to all the townsfolk. 
No, you all promised to never be scared. That's not what they promised. We can be scared. As scared as we please. If and we don't move, we'd say okay. The metal arrows were sailing closer and closer to them, but Kali turned to her fellow cows. But we did promise never to act senseless when we were scared. It just leads to more people getting hurt. The largest of the robot cows, the first one Ollie had built, stumped its way to the front of the small army. Give us the moomote. The, the moomote? I mean the remote. The remote? Give us the moomote or we will destroy you. The big robovine was rolling its eyes around, looking every which way for something... something. Do you mean the remote? Ollie fished it from his pocket and showed it to them. His thumb hovered near the big red button. Put down the remote and move along. But the whole wave of robovines froze. I don't get it, it's just an on-off button. And as Ollie's thumb hovered near the big red button, all the robovines shot their steel arrows towards him in a panic. Ollie, get out! Collie dove for her friend Ollie, and the arrows all fell just where he was a moment ago. They're scared of that there mumo. You ought to use it against them. Yeah, turn them off quick. Ollie held up the remote with both hands and then slowly stood up. Nobody moo. If you can't press the button, just give it to me. Yeah, give us the button. And the real live cows started closing toward Ollie too. What would you do if you were Ollie? It's not fair that everyone be afraid of one thing so much, he said, holding up the remote and sliding off the back cover. What are you mooing? One by one, he plucked out the batteries. Wait, no! He kicked the batteries in one direction and then slowly broke the remote in two. The robovines looked ready to move and then they just looked tired. Come on, let's moo home. The big robot said to its whole family. Mooey! Nice work, kid! Yeah, look at them robovines go! Yeah, I was scared the whole entire time. Well, wouldn't it be nicer if they stayed and played? Asked Collie, and the family of robovines slowly turned to look at them. Yeah, come help us clean up all these arrows, and I'm sure you can stay for the next movie. And the robovines cautiously made their way back, chewing up their metal arrows and spitting out shiny little toys for the young cows. And you made these toy-making robovines? I sure did. The cows were so happy that they even let all their humans out to play. And robots, cows, and humans alike all sat down to watch the next movie. Moom Peachy Moom Pirate Mooarg. Let's sail Moo Cross Moo Seven Milk Seas. The end. All right, Oliver and Oliver, I hope you both enjoyed your story.
Folks at home, if you want early access to ad-free episodes and a higher quality audio and a better chance of getting your question answered, check out patreon.com slash whatifworld. And you can always show your support by reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or mentioning us on social media. We only grow by your word of mouth. So a couple of kind words from you means a world of difference to us. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, my grandparents, Barbara and Jack, who came to every little silly show I ever did, and all you kids at home who know it's okay to be afraid as long as you still think about safety. Until we meet again, keep wondering. What if world, this is what